Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com acast, and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com acast. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Podcast Network Asia. As someone who entered the workforce, para I was telling me my roasted classes and climbed the corporate ladder. But then after looking at how much people were earning, parang shit. I think the goal, the career goal for me, has shifted from climbing the corporate ladder to actually starting my own thing. My mortal, I'm Stanley Chi, your host for the Underpaid Podcast. It's a pro-employee podcast na siguradong relatable sa lahat ng nag-opisina o work from home. So subscribe to Underpaid and enjoy the show. My mortal, welcome to the Underpaid Podcast. I'm your host, Stanley Chi. Ito ang podcast na pro-employee para sa mga immortal. In this episode, may mga kausap tayong dating empleyado pero ginawa niyang negosyo yung kanyang mga hobby, yung mga hilig niya. Okay? Dati siyang nagtatrabaho sa call center. Isa siyang graphic designer na may-ari na ngayon ng isang studio, illustrator, at nagko-collecta rin siya ng mga antiques. Mga relo, tsaka yung mga salamin tulad ng kagaya ng suot ko. Diba? Let's all welcome to the show, Cedric Cheng of So Asian Comics and Studio Rotterwood. Yeah, hi. Thank you, Stanley. It's an honor to be on your podcast. Kamusta? Oh, eh, ayos man. Pero kami eh, naiintriga, Cedric, kasi you've turned your hobbies into your own business. Paano ka muna nagsimula? Nag-graduate ka ba bilang isang fine arts graduate? Tapos nagtrabaho ka ba muna sa iba bilang graphic designer? Kwento mo naman yung background mo. Okay, so ako kasi, isa akong graduate ng multimedia arts from CSB, College mm. of St. Benilde. So ako naman, ever since then naman, passion ko naman mag-graphic design. And I always wanted to, ano rin, even as far back as when I was still studying in LM in high school, I was already illustrating comics as well for the school newspaper. Ayun. Pero it was in college when I discovered my hobby and my love for all things vintage 
Because okay. of what happened? Yeah, what happened? Retro. Oh, So I mean, ever since someone as a child, I always listened to like 1980s music. So think of Tears for Fears, The Police, Joy Division. So I would listen to those, and parang I would always affiliate my taste and style from bygone eras. And I also watched a lot of mga black and white the movies. So yung mga Irani Clark Gable, Cary Grant, and I always admired yung well how people dress back then. Saka yung mga saka yung product design ng mga gamit nila dati. So yun. Oh, yun yung mga classic talaga, vintage, mm-hmm. no? retro uh-huh. para no sa mga nakikinig, yung mga luma na nakikita niyo sa mga vinyl stores or vintage shops sa Cubao oh. eh, mga ganun. Yon. Or so think of yung era ni Mad Men if you watch those or yung as further back pa ng Boardwalk Empire yung mga ganyan. But anyways, ayun, my journey kasi what happened was while studying as a graphic designer in CSB, ano yun eh kasi you get to pick out your own schedules kasi pag ano ka every term pero especially kung beans lister ka, parang my first dibs ka sa mga schedules. Uh, you're, parang, I think you're, you enroll a week early compared to everybody else na wala sa Dean's List. So anyways, uh, ako kasi, I was able to pick up my scans early. Pero what happened was, may mga subjects kasi minsan na talagang limited lang talaga yung mga slots available. So, unfortunately for me, nagkaroon ako isang day na yung first class ko, 8am hanggang 10am, pero yung next class ko, 6pm. So, okay. Parang yeah. ano nga, parang nakaka-relate ako dyan. May ganyan akong klase dati. Oo. Oh. Tapos alam yung tipong, kasi I live around mga sa Ortigas area, eh CSB sa TAC. So nakatamat muwi, diba? LRT, MRT. So alam yung, I had a lot of time to kill. Anyways, what happened was, one time, meron akong suot na ano lang, yung mga cheapy lang na aviators, nating 100 Uh-oh. pesos lang sa tabi. So, I remember, I lost them. Tapos, I need to get another pair kasi... Honestly, if you go inside CSB, everything is white. That was big windows pa. So imagine when the sun is glaring brightly there. So oh. nakasilaw, even indoors. Because yeah. white yung floor, white yung ano. Mm. So sakit sa mata. So I really had to, like, I had to wear shades even sa loob ng campus, especially on the areas na malalaki yung mga windows and the sun is like bright out. Ayun. And I remember when I lost those pairs of, when I lost that pair of sunglasses, I had to, Parang dyan ako naging curious eh. Parang yung mga tura ng mga vintage na eyewear in general back then. So she Google search and I realized na, oh, ang gaganda. These are like styles that I don't see. Uh, and and you have to, ano, like this was back in ano pa, 2011, around that time. So I remember looking through mga forums and all that. And a lot of people would recommend before Hidalgo, Raon, okay. Carriedo, yun. Oh. So, from Taft, ano, I would commute LRT and babaksa the Jose Station. Okay. So, may ano? Yeah. And then, may bang-bang. Yeah. Oh, yun. So, I remember, ano, pag baba ako, tapos, tito-tito to, so, you know, walk. Tapos, ano, I remember stumbling across yung, yung mga family-owned na optical shops that's been around since, what, the 1940s, 1950s? Yeah, oo. Tapos may mga bodega pa. Napunta ka sa Kiapo, oo. Oo. Tapos yun, may mga bodega pa. Tapos I remember there was this one 
shock dati na ilang generations na sila nandyan. Well, I remember naka-display, puro mga lumang eyewear na talagang you, you can see nights from the 70s kasi yung mga usod dati, yung mga uh-huh. aviators, yung mga oversized na ano. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I can tell now, when I was holding them, iba yung build quality. And iba yung... Mas matibay siya. Mas matibay. Uh-huh. So, Pero mas I have a question ah. Are those brands na nakita mo original ba yun? Okay. So here's the thing kasi part of being graphic designer Ren, is that you also get to study like product design as well. Uh-huh. And also as someone who has handled a lot of yung mga cheap frames yeah. na yung mga tigohanded and then I would always window shop sa mga malls, diba? So I get to handle rin yung mga original naman tapos mga, pero mga modern frames, diba? So I would always window shop and also go to my 100 peso, 300 peso shades. Pero, so I na on how they feel, mm. how they feel on the hands and how they feel on the face. Pero when I held these mga vintage eyewear, iba yung build quality, iba yung material. And then as someone kasi na attention to detail, I also look rin at yung mga hinges, yung muscles, and I can tell na talagang well-made. Tapos talagang yung pagka-polish ng each individual piece, maganda. And to think that these are frames from the 70s, and yet they still look very good decades later. Wow, wow. testament to are you build quality, especially uh, yung mga lumang Ray-Bans na nakikita ko. Are they ano, expensive nung nakita mo sa Kiapo? Oh, no. This was 2011. Uh-oh. So the whole hipster, yung mga vintage style that time was just taking off pa lang. Mm-hmm. So it, it wasn't fully blown yet, right? So yeah, during those times, mura pangat, they were just selling them for mga what, less than 500 pesos. Tapos yung mga vintage Ray-Bans, nakikita ko, during that time, mga ano lang, basta 1.5 lang, 2,000 pesos. Uh, oh. And I Are remember... Kiapo o wala na? Oh no. Well, let's just say na ano, throughout the intervening years, tapos especially uh, during the pandemic, well, I I don't know kung kamusta sila and a lot of them, like alam ko, even before the pandemic, they moved away na. So mm-hmm. I don't even know where they are after uh-huh. they moved away. So I remember my journey na 2011, I bought my first vintage eyewear. And then, yeah, I, um, I remember it was a pair of vintage, ano pa yun, Ray-Bans na when it was still made by Bosch and Lund, USA. Kasi yung modern Ray-Bans niyo, they're now owned by Luxottica, Italy. Yeah, oh, ganun. Meron akong yeah. Ray-Ban eh. Yung nga, nakalagay Luxottica. Uh-huh. Eh. Luxottica. Pero the ones that I had, original talaga eh. Ocean Long USA. Tapos, I remember na it was a style that's no longer being made. And, yeah, I liked it kasi unique siya. But I remember wearing them in campus, in CSB. Tapos, yung isang film professor ko, nakita niya yung salamin ko. Sabi niya, teka, vintage ba yung Ray-Ban na yan? Sabi ko, oh. Then he was like, is it okay? Can I look at them? Tapos yun. Then he was amazed and he asked me, the, is this inherited? Was, ano, did a family member give it to him? No, yeah. It's just ano lang, nahanap ko lang and I bought it. But sabi niya, na, these are the exact Ray-Ban sunglasses that I lost as a college student before. And I've been looking for them ever since. Wala lang mahanap. By any chance, are you selling them? Oh. So I go, ah. Uh, yeah, I can sell them for get it compressed. Basically, times two from what I uh, bought it. Uh, yeah. That was him. He agreed. He bought it from me. So, parang, oh, okay. <laughs> so, I made money off of that. So, balik ako sa Kiapo, I bought another pair of vintage Bosch and Lombre bands. Ibang style naman. Uh-oh. 
Tapos, funny, another professor naman, thesis advisor ko. Oh. Uh, nakita niya na parang, oh, my grandfather had these before. Pero, when he passed away, parang she always wanted to inherit it. Pero, hindi na niya mahanap. Baka so, she was asking... Baka sa ano, sinama dun sa kabaong. Tapos, sinusun. Oh. Mga ganon, oh. no? <laughs> Nasclimate na rin, no? Yeah, oh. <laughs> So, yeah, she was, she, okay, tanong niya ako if I was, by any chance, am I sending? It's like, okay, I'll send it times two again from what I bought from. So, she agreed. So, nakita na naman ako. So, parang, oh, shit, I can actually make a living out of this. Kumbaga, parang accidental na you're a collector, tapos may mga gustong bumili ng mga binibili mo, pinatungan yes. mo, kumita ka. And then, oh. fast ngayon, meron ka ng studio rotter wood. Ayun. Pero ano yun eh, it, it wasn't, ano eh, hindi siya yung parang tuloy-tuloy na, Like, kasi it was something that I did on the side when I was in college. Mm-mm. And nakakatawa kasi yung allowance ko back then was just, what, 500 pesos a week. So, mm-hmm. ano lang ako, cafe food. Pero when I started earning on the side because of my, my eyewears, parang nag-upgrade na ako, Persia Grill na ako. <laughs> <laughs> oh, from cafe food. Wait, sana si Cedric, ah, nasa Persia Grill siya. Nabas oh, oh. siya, eh. So, ayun, it was funny na... Ayan. But what happened was, after graduating college, I had to focus on my career. Kaya, that was the time na parang on, parang hindi ko nat masyadong tinuloy yung eyewear, vintage eyewear biz ko. Yeah. I was always, ano na ba, corporate schedule, ba? Monday through Friday. Oh, first job mo, was, was it sa job. call center? Oh, no, no, no. My, my first job was in a boutique ad agency. Okay. What's, And actually, um, my... You're the art director kagad o graphic designer? Oh, no, no, no. I was the... Kasi it was a boutique ad agency. Oh. So parang you tend to wear a lot of hats in oh, a small agency. Oh. Yeah, so major all around. So you you do graphic design. But for the most part, I was also in video production and video editing. Oh, what, so, handle, what cl- yeah. clients did you handle? Ayun, so I remember back then, um, a lot of my clients were actually OPM bands. So, I was the one who did the logo for Jensen and the Flips. Mm-hmm. I was also the one who did the the previous logo of Agsunta. Um, they recently rebranded this year, but the previous one, that was my work. Mm-hmm. And I also did the branding for an OPM band. They just recently disbanded lang si Ibana Harbora. So, I also did their stuff. So, like, I've been around and shot a few music videos here and there before. Ayun, and also... I also covered events for Viber as well. When they had Mao College and beach parties, I was one of the video crew. Yeah, so I've been around. That was after that. I worked for this small consulting agency as a outsourced graphic designer. Basically, it was... Yeah. Pag sinabing outsourced graphic designer, para kang freelancer ba nito? Freelancer, pero may retainer. May monthly retainer, ha? So wow, okay uh, yeah. So after my first job, when I moved here, I was basically work from home. Pero my retainer salary ako. So this was ano na, fast forward mga 2015. And the concept of work from home wasn't, it wasn't widespread yet. Hindi pa ganun kasi kakilala si Zoom or sila yes. uh, StreamYard. Pero yung mm-hmm. mga freelancers, alam na ng tao. Yes. So So work from home arrangement, then parang yung boss namin sa kayo mga ibang management, we would just contact each other lang through Facebook Messenger. Lang. So, and that was one of the 
companies that allowed me to work closely with people like Francis Kong. Because mm. eh, like Francis Kong would do talks, right? So I would be the one doing and designing his mga marketing collaterals, mga, and I would go to his seminars for free as one of my perks. So I so actually under you know talks ni Francis Kong, I learned a lot then about managing mga businesses and other mga financial mga financial mindsets as well. And parang, oh, if you're going to jump, make the jump from corporate to starting your own business, you have to make sure na meron kang financial padding, right? Emergency yeah. padding, yung mga ganun. And ako, that came to a point na, kasi while I was working corporate, I was also doing mga like freelance projects as well. Like, kasi ano yun, from, from my previous job when I was working with yung mga OPM vans and such, yeah. parang they also became my friends, right? So there were times that they would contact me directly for projects. And then ano rin, may mga word of mouth, so refer, refer. So from there, as a freelance graphic designer, I also did projects with mga restaurants and hotels. Okay. Yung mga And, bands, ano yeah, ba, yeah. kumusta sila katrabaho? They're very professional ba? Magkaiba ba yung character nila sa offstage versus pagka oh, nag-perform sila? Oh, no. Actually... Yung naging close ko talaga sila ano sila Agsunta. And they're very consistent yung character nila on stage sa ano when we're working together. Very ano sa very friendly, very ano lang, very chill. Mm. I would say. And yeah, they've become ano rin, they've become like lifelong friends as well. Okay, ayun. And then they would refer me to their friends and such and then friends of friends would refer me kaya. There came a time after that job, parang I decided to focus more on freelance. Pero, let's just say na sa job na yan din, they were like, ano ba? They were having a hard time and they had to let go of a lot of staff. And I was one of those included. So I was laid off. Ayun. Then, siyempre, throughout, ano rin, while working freelance, diba? technically unemployed ako on uh, paper. Uh, Pero I still have a lot of freelance projects, right? Siyempre, my Chinoy parents, they weren't comfortable with that. Diba? Well, lahat namang yeah. kahit sinoy parents, ay, pag sinabi mong freelancer, ayaw nila eh. Exactly. Especially, 20, this was 2015. So, oh. very primitive pa yung concept na work from home. Tapos, ano, even they, during the time... Yeah. Oh, ikaw, 2015. Eh, papano naman ako? Early 2000. <laughs> diba? diba? Oh. Mas so, grabe. Oh. So, imagine mo, even though I was working... As a freelance, as a you know, on retainer, a graphic designer, and work from home. Sure, marami pa rin mga pestering. Na parang is that even a real job, diba? And then all the more when I was doing full fledged na freelance na. So sure, I remember this time, 2015, 2016. Parang like I would say, na major career depression mm-hmm. at that time. And then sure, just to appease my parents, lang no choice. I had to just parang apply to any parang job that would take me in. Yung mga first, any job that would take me in, mga first offers and all that. So, there was this BPO company na, well, hindi siya call center. It, it's more of like, it's an ad agency. Okay. Pero yung clients nila are mga foreigners. So, technically BPO siya, pero for graphic design. Oh, not nice. For, yeah. May kinalaman so, pa rin sa pinag-aralan mo. Yes. So, I was a graphic designer for this BPO firm. And dahil BPO rin siya, my work schedule would drift between day shift and night shift. Mm. Okay. Yeah, so It was... Ako, uh, uh, Cedric, yeah. The salary nung 2015 bilang yeah. isang art director or graphic designer, 
may pinagkaiba ba? Lumaki na ba ang sweldo ngayon? Is it, sabi man natin, 40 ba yan? 50 ba yan? Umabot ba sa ganun? <laughs> oh, let's just say na my first job as a graphic designer, compared to what people are getting now as fresh grads, not much of a big difference. Magkano ba kinukuha ngayon ng, ano, ng uh, fresh grad? Pag graphic okay. designer. Based on sa mga nakikita ko lang sa mga ads ngayon, uh-huh. what, 17 to 18? But then, back then, in my time, it was what, 16 to 17? So, uh, not much of a... Alam mo yung 17 to 18 na yan, yun yung parang entry level sa call center dati. Yeah, but it's uh-huh. not much of a difference now, even after the pandemic, tsaka inflation and yung cost of goods, diba? So, uh-huh. for me, as a designer... Parang, as someone who entered the workforce, parang I was, alam mo yung may roast-tinted classes and climbed the corporate ladder. But then, after looking at how much people were earning, parang shit, parang I, I think the goal, the career goal for me has shifted from climbing the corporate ladder to actually starting my own thing. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Ilang buwan mong inipon yung pera mo bago ka mag-start ng sarili mong business? Oh, okay. Technically, I started... Working corporate as a graphic designer in 2014, Uh-oh. but I only had the courage and financial like padding to start uh, when it, this was ano na mga late 2016 early 2017. So that's like three years worth of savings. Ay inipon mo yeah. or from so, all your freelance gigs or may tulong yes. ba parents? Oh no no no, those are all from my freelance and corporate uh-huh. earnings. And no, just and, imagine that yung lifestyle mo talaga nagtitipid ka noon. Oh yeah, during that time. Oh no, yeah, during that time. And even though back in college, the when I was collecting my vintage eyewear and all that, yeah. I couldn't do that when I was working corporate now. Kasi parang burnout ka from working. Especially when I started working in a BPO ano, as a graphic designer. Tapos yung shift mo from 10 a.m. to let's say mga 5 p.m. Then two weeks later, you will shift to 10 p.m. hanggang 7 a.m. Uh, so, so parang by the time na tapos na yung trabaho mo, pagod ka na, you don't have exactly. time to go to Quiapo. Kasi yung travel time mo pa, and no, wala no. pa namang ano nun eh, wala pa namang grab pabili nun, wala pang exactly. ano, ang cash, di ba? No, tsaka, and at the same time, sobrang mali ko yung that time na when I was doing corp- this BPO corporate job, I was still taking in mga freelance work na graphic design. Yeah. So imagine more, especially with the night shift. Tapos after my night shift, I'm still gonna fo- do mga freelance job work ko just to uh, supplement my corporate income. Sobrang ano, sobrang na burnout ako. And then all the more, it didn't help with my parang career depression that time. Uh-huh. So anyways, sobrang, this was like the last corporate job I had. Then I was like, you know what? Screw it. I remember after, no, after six months, because during that time, sa BPO job na yan, parang, ay, may policy sila na parang, for example, if you created this, let's say, uh, visual, maki visuals, and then the client really liked it, like my comment siya na, oh, ang ganda, keep up with the work. Basically, ang tawag dyan, wow ad. So, with wow, that, no, wow. If, wow ad, wow ad. Wow ad. Wow. So, if you have that comment, may monetary bonus ka on top of your income. So ako, I remember I did something. Tapos meron akong like wow ad comment. And then what happened was, 
technically, I couldn't claim that dahil newbie pa lang daw ako. So, alam mo yung all the more, parang nawala na ako ng gana to continue for it. <laughs> uh, parang iniisip ko siguro, parang ba't ganito dito? Mas maganda yata magtayo na lang talaga ako ng sariling negosyo. Parang all the more sa yung disappointment mo, mas na-encourage ka na, oo nga, mag-business na nga lang ako. Yeah. Diba? Hello there, Chinky Tan here. Motivational speaker, wealth coach, best-selling author, and now, host of Chink Positive Podcast. A podcast that aims to help you to become wealthy and debt-free by teaching you on how to save, budget, get out of debt, and invest. Powered by Podcast Network Asia. Available on wherever you get your podcast. See you there! So, ayun, and I remember, my la- on my last day, ano, I remember kasi ano eh, uh, nag-ano ako, nag-laon yun ako, tapos mm-hmm. hindi na-approve yung leave ko dahil syempre, uh, hindi pa lang daw ako. Uh, so, I was like, ah, screw it. Nag-laon yun ako with my friends, and then literally after the beach, diretso akong papuntang office with sand in my feet <laughs> to, to, to hand in my resignation letter uh, effective immediately. Mm-hmm. Then, Tapos yung resignation letter niya, may, ano, may sand, may, may salt water stains. Uh, uh, and... <laughs> so well, I handed it in and effective immediately. Then, yeah. then after that, I was like, that's good. So, ano, kasi during that time there, I've already amassed like networks of uh, clients for on my freelance end. So, you know, why not just do it, right? So anyways, fast forward, my design studio came off the ground along with my partner, Sikim. And things are going great. Now, we have mga clients na mga restaurants, mga hotels, and then at the same time, we did So Asian Comics, na it was, ano, like, talagang nagpatok siya sa Chinoy community, kasi ano eh, it's satirical, well, it's us poking fun at our own culture, na yeah, Chinoy. Yeah, oh, oh, right? oh. And at the same time, kasi, it's a low-key, parang critique, or satirical mm. take, on mm. yung mga culture, on yung culture namin, right? So, Ayun. Then came to the point now we started doing mga merch, mga t-shirts, yeah, stickers. Yeah, I actually like your merch. Yeah. Maganda yung ano, yung makaishawable. Yes. Pero kasi I also did a comic strip sa Manila Bulletin na may yes. Chinoy team. Chopsticks. Mm-hmm. Ano, kung naalala pa ng mga immortal na nakikinig, yung chopsticks sa Manila Bulletin, eh, nagkaroon ako ng tatlong compilations. And after that, nag-move on na ako, gumawa na ako ng suplado tips. <laughs> <laughs> this was ano yun, no? 2006 up until 2013, was it? The comic strip? Yeah. Uh, 2003 till oh. uh, 2015 or 16. Ah, okay, okay. So, ayun, Kim and I, other than the studio and then yung Solution Comics Tamen, then came the pandemic, 2020. Mm-hmm. So a lot yeah. of our projects were put on hold. And syempre, you know, with the news that was going on, uh, with the first variants of COVID, diba? wala pang vaccines that time. So, yeah, lumabas noon. Yeah. And ano rin, and you'd hear stories of parang, diba, people passing away and all that. And then, and then came to the point na it's slowly becoming like, oh, people you know, or within your circles of relatives. And it was scary. Then, yeah. for Kim and I, parang, you know, it was hard for us to be creative. And it was hard for us to be 
funny, especially, you know, with so Asian comics, like, especially with all these things around, it was hard for us to think about humor. It, it was hard for us to illustrate, to be creative. And, you know, with all of these uncertainties around the So a lot of these things were put on hold. Ayun, and while those were on, on hold, especially my clients, namin, I remember maraming nagsara because they couldn't sustain it anymore in the pandemic. Especially a lot of our clients were hotels and restaurants. So, kamusta uh, naman, diba? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ayun. So, I remember uh, while those were put on hold, I was thinking like, what can I parang try out? So I remember uh, revisiting uh, things that I did in college, and I was like, "Oh, no!" Like my vintage eyewear, right? So I was like, "Why not try again?" Right? So I, I remember because once you're in that parang hobby, because there there are communities, because pero they're not so strong here in the Philippines, but. I have like a community of collectors abroad. So especially mga Americans, mga Japanese and Thai, like the vintage eyewear community is strong in those areas. But Philippines naman, it's more of ano, it's more of brands, brand specific kasi dito eh. So yeah, may medyo ano yata, oh, parang Billy and Ray-Bans. Mga ganun, oh. Tsaka more, yeah. more, mostly Seiko, mga ganyan. Yes. Pag watches, dito malakas uh, Seiko, Orient, or pag eyewear naman, there's a lot of mga either Ray-Ban or Oakley yung malakas. Ray-Ban, yeah. kasalanan ni Tom Cruise yan eh, sa Top yeah, Gun eh. Top Gun, right? Uh-huh. So ayun, kaya when you have like a community na ganun, you also have sources mm-hmm. as well. So anyways, I remember back in 2020, I decided to restart my vintage eyewear business. So uh-huh. I rebranded the entire thing. Pero this time... Ano na, my sources are international, like hindi na locally. Hindi na, so, oh. Ito na yung Studio Rotherwood. Ito na yun. Yeah. And this is the time na I started with Studio Rotherwood. Uh-huh. So, so that's why, ano, with the brands that I bought in, kasi with these brands, these are brands na yung owners I've befriended mm-hmm. even before my early days in collecting. So when I was still a college student, then I decided to, you know, during the pandemic, I reconnected with them kinamusta ko sila how are you guys faring through the pandemic mm. and i and i approached them hey can i like bring in your stuff like here in the philippines so mm. ayun, and that's why that started the eyewear business that you see on instagram right now mm. and, so, and from there yeah yung mga nagbebenta ng eyewear dito gaano kalaki yung patong pag nagbebenta sila sa mall mm. sa kiapo and online Okay, here's the thing kasi, sa Kiapo kasi, a lot of them are either old stock na, na, I mean, from the 70s and 80s na. So, I don't know kung how much yung acquisition cost. Kasi, syempre, iba yung currency back then, yung buying power, right? So, I think, like, yung pressure nila, it's more of, like, they're just, like, letting it go just for the sake of parang having more space sa bodega nila. But the thing is kasi, ever since the pandemic rolled around, a lot of them closed and a lot of them moved away. So I don't know where they relocated now. Pero sa mga, ano naman, sa mga, as far as I know, uh, sa mga mall optical shops and all that, you have to consider in rin kasi yung rent. You have to yeah. consider uh-huh. in yung manpower tsaka yung advertising fees and costs, diba? So it can go, well, conservative lang, uh, conservative lang. Uh-huh. Definitely, more than 100%. Yo. More than 100%. So, mga 150%, pwedeng sabihin natin ganon. 
Can be, can be. It's uh, possible. Uh, mm-hmm. From the acquisition cost of the pair. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> ito, ito mga immortal eh, ano ah, kinakausap natin eh, business owner. Dati siyang immortal, nagtayo siya ng sariling eyewear business para sa mga, alam ko naman, yung mga nakikinig sa atin, maraming kasalamin, no? Mm-hmm. Pero kasi can you, ano eh. Can you give us yung five brands na pwedeng pagkatiwalaan ng mga listeners natin? Of course, okay. we have Studio Rotherwood na mm-hmm. you, have, you have two brands, di ba? Na kinikerry. Yes. Okay, so the thing is kasi, when it comes to um, Studio Rotherwood naman kasi, on my end kasi, I focus on vintage and heritage brands. Mm-hmm. So, vintage kasi, I, I carry from time to time mga frames from the 1960s, 70s, oh. and 80s. So, minsan may mga underin ako, mga Bosch and Long Ray-Bans mm-hmm. from the 80s na out of production na. But at the same time, heritage kasi, I also carry brands na They've been around since, what, the 1800s. And then they still produce frames up until now and the old-fashioned way. So one such brand is Studio Rotherwood Casale. What I carry is si Shuron, USA. So they've been around since 1865. And sila, they are family-owned. And they still make their frames the old way. So vintage tooling. Tapos ano lang, talagang handcrafted sila. And great thing about having a good relationship with them is that Because I've known them for a long time, we partnered together to have a made-to-order or bale bespoke program sa eyewear namin. So for people who want like custom na details sa eyewear nila na or different colors or especially different sizes, because there are a lot of people na naihirapan sila to find their size sa mga mall optical shops. Like I've experienced um, a lot of people na. So sobrang narrow or maliit yung mukha nila. Almost a lot of things that they find sa mga mall optical shops, nagiging oversized sa kanila. Or minsan, pag yung mga kids' frames, kasha naman sa kanila, pero it's a style that they do not like. Kasi yeah. pang bata. So, alam mo, it's trying to find the right size and the right style. And because of the bespoke program na Studio Rotherwood has in partnership with Churon USA, mm-hmm we're able to hit those two points. Okay. Yeah, How much ayun. is uh, one pair? Okay. At the moment, yung isang ready-to-wear pair namin, like, it depends eh. If we're talking about yung basic, ano lang, basic details, tapos for prescription frames lang, like, basically, prices start at around 8,000 pesos, but okay. it can also go as high as mga 12 to 15 and there are some pairs in my catalog na aabot ng 23. So the range is that wide kasi. Oh, so depending on ano. Yeah. And the other brand is? And the other brand that I have is the one you're wearing. See, Cortland USA. Cortland. The one that Stan Stanley Chi right now is wearing. See, Cortland naman kasi. They're also enthusiasts like me. They are a relatively new brand. Pero yung story nila is um, yung owner he started as a clerk for an optical shop in Los Angeles. And it's an optical shop that's been around since the 1930s. So, I mean, when he, one day, he went down the basement to check sa inventory and stock. So, was nakita niya mga rows and rows of vintage eyewear from the 30s, 40s, and 50s na unsold. That was anjan lang. That was, he was looking at each of them. Parang nakita niya, but ang ganda ng build quality. That was yung style. These are things that you don't even see sa frames that they're offering upstairs sa main showroom. 
So he got into vintage eyewear because of that. So and then this like, I'm wearing is no, vintage eyewear. To. So what you have there, kasi, it's basically when he started his own company years later, si oh. Portland, he bought vintage equipment oh. from closed down mga optical shops. And then he also got with him mga actual vintage pairs. And then from defunct companies that do not exist anymore, uh, then he would copy them like one is to one. And then, so what you have there, Stan, what you're wearing right now is actually a copy from small frame, American frames that came out in the late 1940s to like the early 1960s. So yung sayo kasi, it's similar to what James Dean wore in the past. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and also, replica, parang niya. Yes. but at the same time, kasi, also vintage quality yung build. Kasi, if you notice the yung acetate, saka yung hinges na, matibay. Tapos, they're made of, ano, like, mazuchelli acetate. Basically, when it comes to quality, frame quality kasi, not all acetates are equal. So, oh. let's say yung mga acetates oh, yeah. na, yeah, na, like acetates that you see sa mga thick 100 peso frames, to the ones that you see sa mga thick 500 peso frames, and then to the ones that Si mga higher-end brands, all plastics are different. So, it's with different qualities. So, the one that you have, Stan, it's talagang, ano, vintage quality talaga. Oh, so... Yeah, diba, the moment that you try them on, tapos yung hinawakan mo, diba, iba? Yeah, oh. Uh, mm-hmm. So, ito, Suron and Portyard, USA. Portland. Portland, 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 Portland USA. USA. Oo. Gusto ko nga magkaroon ng Suron. Mag-ano nga ako. Soon, magkakaroon ako niyang Suron oh. na yan. So, how about three other brands that you can recommend to Immortal? Okay. So the three other brands that I would recommend. Here's the thing, kasi, a lot of the brands that you see nowadays na minsan pag may nakasulat na made in Italy, it mm. doesn't necessarily mean na it's made in Italy. Because when it comes to yung mga eyewear laws natin, um, internationally as well, yung focus kasi it, is on the lenses. So where your lenses are made, yung mga quality tests, yung mga words, ano, um, nasa lenses palagi. So let's say, for example, in Italy, you are permitted to put the phrase made in Italy so long as your lenses are made in Italy. But mm-hmm. if your frames are made elsewhere, okay lang. So that's why it's common practice for, I won't say which brands na lang, but it's common oh. practice for a lot of these brands na yung frames made in China but then the lenses are made in Italy. Hence, you can oh. put the phrase made in Italy. So, okay. so which Cedric, is why I, yeah. Pwede mong hindi sabihin, pero pwede mo i-type sa chat para makita ko. Tapos magugulat na lang ako para marinig na reaction. Okay. <laughs> Sige. So, here's one. Very popular. Ha? Talaga? Yes. <laughs> Nagulat ako dyan, ha? Okay. Yeah. Uh, I didn't okay. expect it, ha? Here's another one. Yeah. Oh. Now, popular in ito sa mga enthusiasts, pero sorry to burst their bubble, pero you're typing it now. Ah, yeah. masikat yun. Yeah. Oh, masikat okay. yun. And here's another one, man. You see this often sa movies, pero sorry. Ah, you know. okay, okay. Yeah. So, basically, yeah, pero the first choice, diba gulat ka, no? Yeah. Gulat ako, ah. Oh, ah. Yeah. Parang, yeah. So, hindi ko in-expect yan, ah. So, mm. um, so pwede ba natin na they're overpriced? Yes. <laughs> yung yes, they brand are. na sinulat mo, ah, hindi ko babanggitin yung brand, pero overpriced tong tatlong to. Yes, overpriced sila. But 
para ano naman eh, like kasi uh, that's the thing eh, like with these mga eyewear brands, but people are willing to pay because of the brand name for itself, but not necessarily for you know the build quality and all that. And I cannot blame the consumers, rin, kasi shepherdite. But a lot of the consumers, especially my younger people, they they already grew up and at the time when fast fashion is the norm. So shempre, they don't have a lot of references for what makes something of good quality. Diba? So, kaya yung indicators na lang nila are the brand names. Kaya pala maraming fake yeah. na ganyan na nakikita ko sa kung saan-saan. Yes, kasi, you know, with these brands, diba, being made in China already, syempre, yung specifications nila nag-leak out na rin into the other Chinese manufacturers. So, that's why you'll see, like, very good fakes on Shopee, Lazada. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pero on my end naman, you'd see Studio Rotherwood. I wanted to offer something different. And that's why, parang mas ano siya, it's mas centric siya sa history, sa oh. build quality. Ng, ano, like, wala ko sa mga brand clouds and all that. So, and also at the same time, for bespoke print. So it's for people that uh, they want frames that expresses their personal style. And at the same time, cash, it fits their face. Like, it's proportional. They don't have to, ano, they don't have to keep adjusting kasi maluwag or nasisikipan kasi maliit yung style na kinuha nila but they really like it. So, yung, yung, yung tatlong brands na nire-recommend mo, pwede ka magbigay. Oh, that I recommend. Okay. Yeah. Pero ano na to, ah, these are, I would say na higher, oh, higher in the price na. bracket. Oh, oh. Higher in the price bracket but really good for what you're paying for. And honestly for me, the... Japanese brands like Matsuda, like si Dita Eyewear. Saka yung mga ano, there's a Swiss eyewear brand, pero they outsource their manufacture in Japan. Si Masada, Masada of Switzerland. So these are just some of the few brands na ako, yung quality and price ratio. Na talaga ano, I would say it's fair and I vouch for yung build quality na lang. Kasi, so, eto Cedric, okay ba itong brand na to? Yung tinipe ko? A Japanese branding, pero a China manufacturer. Pa ah. So basically, they capitalize on the on the you know the Japan the aesthetic, yung and lifestyle. So it's more Design. of like how you brand. Yeah. Oh, branding talaga siya. Branding lang talaga, but the manufacturer and build quality is China. Okay. So, May tutong ako ah, bakit yung mga eyewear na binebenta yung Diba pag nakita mo yung mga stock sila, yung box sila, yung parang manipis lang na kulay puti, tapos naka-plastic na kala mo, yung parang hindi siya urig. Ah, Bakit yeah. yung mga karamihan sa mga eyewear? Oh, well, if we're talking about yung mga small shops na ikita natin sa, let's say, sa mga Shopee, Lazada, or is that what you're talking about? No, yung or mga, are we talking about yung mga mall opticals? Kagaya yung mga mall optical, kagaya yung tinipe ko na brand, uh, pag nakita yeah. yung stock sila na nakabox lang na manipis, na kulay white, well, then may hmm. plastic sa ano, ganyan. Well, ano rin eh, um, there's a lot of things kasi that goes into eyewear and then packaging is another... Parang ganyan yung, ano, ganyan yung ano nila, plastic palagi, yeah. so na box, ganyan. Packaging is another thing altogether kasi ano eh, it's possible na yes, you have different manufacturers Ah, uh, so frames. But when it comes to packaging, people also have different sources for that. So, baka nakataon lang na a lot of these brands to get from the same source for packaging. So, hence you see those things, and it's common rin for frames that are manufactured that are mass manufactured in China. 
Pero for me naman, syempre, not to this on people who do buy from these brands that we've mentioned. Now, alam mo naman, ano eh, people have different requirements kasi when it comes to eyewear. Yung iba, parang, oh, gusto ko lang basta, ano, mura lang, and I can wear it every day. But then there are also people na talagang enthusiasts, and then they would buy from these brands. So, ano rin eh, there's an eyewear brand for every parang need or for every parang checklist that a person may have. So, uh, syempre ako naman, diba, when I started out, diba, nagsimula naman ako sa 100 peso mga cheap uh, by frames. Uh, yeah, but yeah. then as I started to appreciate eyewear more, diba, uh, and you craft in general. Oo, oh, may yeah. budget ka na. So, Cedric, let's invite the listeners na i-check out yung mga eyewears ninyo sa studio, uh-huh. rather. Mm. Thank you. Thank you, Stan. Mm. Ayan. Please visit my shop if you're in the market for vintage and heritage eyewear. And if you want something that is made for you, bespoke. If you're the kind of person who wants some, something unique for yourself, or if you're someone who has a hard time finding the right frames and the right size, we can help you out. Yun. Check them out sa Instagram, Studio Rollerwood. Meron din sila sa Facebook. And you can book an appointment. Kasi si Cedric mismo talaga ang mag-check kung bagay sa yung salamin o hindi. And he'll give us recommendations. Marami silang pagpipilian. Cedric, maraming salamat. And I hope na hindi ito yung magiging last na guesting mo rito sa Underpaid Podcast. Kasi marami tayong pwede pang pag-usapan. Thank Mga you, immortal, sir. kita nyo naman na ang hobby niya naging negosyo niya. At bago makapunta ron, eh marami rin siyang pinagdaanan at marami siyang naging trabaho. Pero nag-ipon, nag-sumikap, at naglakas loob na magnegosyo. Okay? Sana lahat eh, tayo eh, tularan din natin si Cedric. Kasi minsan lang tayo mabubuhay. Kung gusto mo talaga magnegosyo at hilig mo naman talaga ito, pinag-aralan nyo naman, eh tuloy-tuloy na natin. Di ba? O, nating tulos naman tayong lahat. Di ba? At least, hindi kayo mag-iisip na what if ginawa ko to or ginawa ko yan. So there you have it, guys. The Underpaid Podcast is produced by Podcast Network Asia and we have episodes every Mondays and Thursdays. Kaya yung mga hindi pa nagsasubscribe, subscribe na kayo sa Spotify or Apple Podcast, rate na podcast and leave a comment o kung may mga suggestions kayo na topics na gusto nyo mapakinggan dito sa show natin, sabihin nyo lang kasi nakikinig naman kami at binabasa namin lahat yan. Okay? Meron tayong Instagram, Facebook, kompleto. You can find me on Discord. May team suplado na Discord group. You can join and can message me sa TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, kahit saan. Madali lang ako hanapin. <laughs> so there you have it. For Cedric Cheng, I'm your host, Stanley Chi, and this is The Underpaid Podcast. And that's another episode of Underpaid with Stanley Chi. Hit that follow button to get updated with our new episodes. Follow us at our socials at The Underpaid Podcast. Kita-kits, mga immortal. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia, the hosts of the program, or other programs of the network. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? 
Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.